Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm back with Jake Thompson, Chief Encouragement Officer at Compete Every Day. Jake is here to share his unique perspective on transforming impossible goals into achievable moments, one step at a time. In this episode, we discuss the importance of consistency over intensity, how small daily actions can lead to significant results, the role of discomfort in personal growth, and why competing with yourself is more beneficial than comparing yourself to others. So whether you're struggling with consistency or looking for ways to push yourself out of your comfort zone, this episode is packed with insights you won't want to miss. But before we get started, did you know that The Blueprint is now on YouTube? If you want more of a visual experience, if you want to see me and Jake interacting over video, then go check it out. Also, on this YouTube channel, I'm releasing long-form educational content that I'm not putting out anywhere else. So go check it out. The link is in the show notes. Now to my conversation with Jake. So let's lean in and learn from the best. I believe that consistency beats intensity when it comes to our health and wellness. A lot of people fail at New Year's resolutions because it's like, oh, I'm going to do everything at one time, right? That is, And then actually Strava did some research and they can actually pinpoint the day that people quit. I think it's January 20th. Like if we want to create long-term sustainable habits, and as you say, turn impossible goals into achievable moments, what's a framework that we can lean into to get that done? I think more Lego blocks than anything else. Because you think about Lego blocks, you're a parent, you've probably walked through the house and found one with your bare foot. Like that, (laughs) a single Lego block by itself is worthless unless you find it walking barefoot through the house and you inevitably will. But thousands of Lego blocks, you can build some pretty epic things. And so when I think about decisions and habits, it's what is the smallest thing that's going to at least move the needle? Working out, great example. Not every day do I have an hour to go work out or even go to the gym. Some days I got to go in the garage. I have 10 minutes. 10 minutes of squats and push-ups or sit-ups. It's not going to be the same workout as if I, you know, I have an hour to get on the rig and squat and do everything else. But can I finish and know, okay, I got it in and it got better. It sustained me moving forward. Writing this, my second book has been brutal because for the longest, I was like the kid at January 1st. It's like, I got to do all of this. I got to have it all figured out. I was like, no, I just need to start writing 100 words. And then from 100, I'll work on another 100. And so I think for a lot of us, it's really breaking down the teeniest, tiny steps. And I say that we eat an elephant the same way we do a donut. It's one bite at a time takes a whole lot more bites for an elephant than a donut, but the process doesn't change. And so what are your daily, going back to our values and things, non-negotiables? For me, it's 10 minutes of reading, minimal. It's moving. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do yoga, stretch. I'm going to go on a walk. But every day, how am I moving? It's being intentional with how much water I drink. Do I tell my wife I love her? Like, What are the things every day that on their own by themselves are like a single Lego block? You're not going to do much with. But if you do it every single day over the course of a year, two years, a decade, game changer. I was having a discussion recently about, okay, I'm just going to say I like to get up early. Yeah, That's just me, but I go to bed early, okay? I have this weird thing that if it's like 10 or 11 o'clock, I feel like the day is completely over. 
in regards to work. And so if I haven't gotten in a, a certain chunk of work in, it's just, I feel like it's, it's over with. So recently I've been doing battle with this. I essentially, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up at five. I'm going to be in bed by nine. That's just, we put our kids down, my wife and I hang out and we go to bed. And then I'm just going to grind until 11 and then be like, okay, whatever chaos comes my way. Great. I'm okay with that. But I need to move consistently because we know that just sitting is not a great thing. And so I've been doing these like little micro workouts every 30 minutes, like 15 squats. I'll walk around my desk for two minutes just to keep my body moving. I I call them exercise snacks. There's some really cool research out of the University of Texas that shows if you walk a certain amount every day, it was like 8,500 steps or more versus walking 4,000 steps a day. If you did the same one-hour workout, your body responded biologically completely different just by not moving enough. So those are my Lego blocks. Yeah. Like, I can't go out and do certain things that other people are doing. And I hate the shaming online of like, you're an entrepreneur. You should be cold plunge and this. <laughs> I mean, I have a cold shower. And I, I do take a cold shower because it wakes me up at 5 a.m. But I don't have like the... Andrew Huberman, jump into the ocean, go touch a whale, come back. You know, it just doesn't happen. It's not real. Or like the, hey, get the sunlight when you wake up. You wake up, there's no sun out. You're like, well, I got to wait a couple hours for that sunlight to kick in. (laughs) And and that's fine. Like, I mean, in our app, we send people a notification to do that. But like, it's at seven o'clock when the sun comes up. Like, what are you going to do? Like, stick a candle in your eye? Like, no, like you just... Anyways, I think for busy people like you and me and people who are listening to this show, it's really easy to feel like a failure sometimes. And so, you know, when we're chasing these long-term goals, these these Lego blocks are really critical. Are there any other things or other frameworks that you use to consistently pursue difficult things? Yeah, I I find that one of the things that I've started doing is every year setting experiences as a bucket list experience for the year. And I do it of something that's outside of my comfort zone that is either going to change me, challenge me, or force me to learn something new. So for example, uh, 2024, I'm going to Frankfurt to watch the Carolina Panthers and Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm going solo never gone internationally by myself before. I've always gone with my wife or a buddy and I'm going because I want to watch this game and I'm going to try to catch a football match. The following year, 25, I'm doing the 29029 challenge of climbing Everest essentially because that is a difficult, uncomfortable physical endeavor. And so I'm always looking for it, but it's something I've struggled with. I did a post on Instagram and LinkedIn the other day that I just went to the Stars game, Western Conference Finals last minute got a ticket an hour before the game and went because I'm notoriously the guy who's like, oh, that'd be really fun. Eh, Let me just save it. Let me do it next time. Do it next time. And I missed games. I missed Dirk's last game. I missed all these like sporting things or trips with friends because I was always like, oh, I'll just do it next time. And there's no next time because I did what was comfortable. And so this has been the year where I'm like, if I have a chance to do something, I'm just going to go. And my wife has been all in on supporting me because she's like, you don't do this. You always say that. So for me, I look for experiences that get me out of my comfort zone. But on the daily, I'm always looking for something from a workout standpoint, from a forcing myself to write standpoint run that gets me out of my comfort zone. I hate running. So I force myself every week to go on a run. I hate sometimes working out without music. I do that once a week in the garage. I'll just grind through a workout without music 
little things like that, that I remind myself align back to my core value of competing with myself and expansion. How am I expanding my ability to handle discomfort? And so that's where that is. The last piece of that of where we beat ourselves up, and and I've been guilty of this as well, is I continually bring back the idea that I'm not up against anyone else. I need to be able to go to bed at night knowing I got better, not did I get better than so-and-so. Because so-and-so doesn't have to live with the results of the work I did or carry the regret from the decisions I didn't make. Only I do. And so if I can every day have that mentality that I'm really not in competition with them and that the more I put my expectations in them and living up to them or winning their approval, the unhappier I'm going to be. And the more I can focus on just what's in my control and, and really my home and the people in it, I find that I just have a much happier life in a less of a mental, say, beat myself up cycle that I would get in a lot when I was younger. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And before you go, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whichever listening platform you are joining us from so you never miss another episode. I appreciate you. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you.